0: Welcome, everybody, to Twisted News. I'm Andy Fitzgerald, and thank you so much for tuning in. For today, we have a couple of stories for you that are more hopeful than usual. First is the mysterious case of a woman who disappeared after running off into the woods of Texas, followed by the story of two convicted murderers who were set free after 25 years, all thanks to a podcast. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. Skeletal Remains in Texas Identified It's always fascinating to learn about a case that eventually gets solved. Back on the afternoon of January 10, 2019, in Pinello County, Texas, a 911 dispatcher received a distressing call from a woman who claimed that she was being followed. The female caller was 33-year-old Lauren Thompson. She was running away from somebody in the woods at the time. The call went on for quite some time, which gave the responding officers her general location based on the pings her cell phone had made. Authorities then were able to find her abandoned car in a ditch near Farm to Market Road, 1794, which was just west of Rock Hill. Sadly though, after a thorough search of the area, her whereabouts remained a mystery and she was simply never seen again. Lauren had been driving with another friend, headed out there to meet up with two other people for a day of fishing when her car got stuck in some mud. His friend then said that he then left Lauren in her car to go walk home to get another vehicle to ultimately pull them out of the mud. After this is when Lauren made a call to 911 that lasted until her cell phone died and then the call was cut off. Police did an intensive search in the area for hours with the help of canines, ATVs, and heat-detecting drones. Overall, these efforts ended in vain as they never found her. It was later on revealed that, before calling the cops, Lauren actually called her own mother, Tori Colvin, and asked to talk to her children, who weren't at home at the time. She then left them a cryptic and worrying message about how much she loved them and how she was sorry for what had happened. Lauren also apparently said that she'd never use drugs again if she ever got out of the situation she was in. As opposed to how Lauren sounded on the 911 call, Tori reported that her daughter sounded coherent and not terrified. That call lasted for around six minutes, and before they hung up, Tori advised Lauren to call the police if she was in trouble. Fast forward then to July of 2022 when a forestry crew stumbled upon skeletal remains in a wooded area located in Pinello County. After it was confirmed that they were human skeletal remains, the autopsy showed that the bones had been in the area for quite some time and that there was no obvious signs of foul play. The remains were then sent to an anthropological laboratory for identification, and just this December they were finally identified and confirmed to be Lauren. However, how she died and why she darted off in the first place is still being investigated. Hopefully, it's only a matter of time before this mystery gets solved. Number two, podcast sets men free. Journalism should be used as a means of informing the public about truth and facts. But in today's world, we're getting clicks, rules above everything else, All too often, stories in the news is being manipulated to entertain and or divide. Which is why, when true journalism is done, it's our responsibility to shed light on their stories. And this is one of those examples. Back in 1996, 15-year-old Brian Bowling was on the phone with his girlfriend. He was in the bedroom of his family's trailer in Rome, Georgia, and during their conversation, he said that he was playing Russian roulette with a handgun. Shortly after, what followed was the deafening sound of a gun blast and soon the tragic news about the death of Brian. When police arrived to investigate, they then learned that Brian wasn't alone in that trailer that evening. There were two other people, Kane Story and Charlie Childers, who had impaired hearing and speech. The gun used for the game was brought to the trailer by Kane, but still the initial investigation revealed that Brian indeed shot himself, which corroborated with the previous testimony of Brian's girlfriend. However, the investigation soon took a different turn, and Brian's family insisted that Kane had something to do with the death and that they believed he had murdered young Brian. Charlie also claimed that he saw a young man named Daryl Clark running away from the trailer's backyard after the gunshot and even picked him out of a lineup for the authorities. Then, a few months later, another supposed witness named Angela Bruce came forward to say that she heard Daryl and Kane talk about killing Brian because of what he allegedly knew about a theft the two 17 year olds had committed. And so, due to these circumstances, the investigation turned into a homicide case, with Kane being charged initially with manslaughter. And later, in 1998, Kane and Daryl were convicted of murder, and they both received life sentences. More than two decades later, in 2021, two hosts of a true crime podcast called Proof focused their investigative skills on this case. Jacinta Davis and Susan Simpson managed to challenge the charges against Kane and Darrell. They also worked on uncovering the problems in the investigation, such as alleged misconduct from police officials, as well as falsified witness statements. The pair started to challenge the allegations, convictions, and testimonies that the prosecution used to convict the pair. And from this, they were ultimately able to reveal the truth about the testimony from the hearing-and-speech-impaired Charlie. Apparently, Charlie never actually picked Daryl from that police lineup. It was also made clear that during the trial, Charlie repeatedly said that the person he knew as Daryl was not in the courthouse despite Daryl Clark sitting right there. But because of his disabilities, it was easy to confuse people as to what he was really saying. It was later made clear that Charlie thought he was being asked about a different shooting incident that happened in the 1970s and not Brian's case at all. Susan and Jacinta also managed to uncover the truth about Angela's testimony. Angela revealed to them that she was forced to make the false statement because she experienced repeated harassment from one of the investigators on the case. It was also later reported that there was actually no autopsy performed on Brian's body despite having a coroner testify that Brian's gunshot wound was not self-inflicted. On top of that, that same coroner didn't have the proper medical training and instead relied on a gut feeling. The Proof podcast team, together with the Georgia Innocence Project, then presented their findings to the district attorney of Floyd County, and they had no choice but to overturn the conviction given to Daryl. Cain, on the other hand, received an amendment to his sentencing to 10 years' time served. And now, both men have been set free and are home with their families. It's a tragic story to learn about, two men spending half their lives in jail for a crime they didn't commit. But even more tragic is the fact that our justice system is so flawed in many ways. We're all just people, human beings created equal And so it's always important to question what people or authorities are telling you, because you never know what their true intentions may be. So there are two of the most interesting cases that we have for you guys this week. Hope you enjoyed it, and if you like this episode, make sure to check out more and subscribe so you don't miss out on what's coming next. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.